Everybody, how are you? <laughs> Welcome back to Tea Time with Mom. Yes, this is Tea Time with Mom. <laughs> we were just talking about how we have no intro and yeah. we don't know what to do. It's been kind of embarrassing how we've been doing it. So. <laughs> so, if anybody has any ideas, please let us know because we sound like idiots. Yeah, yeah. We're just like, wah, wah. <laughs> and, um, maybe we should use a song or something. Well, we have the intro little jingle thing, but. Yeah, I know. Us introing ourselves is yeah. just a disaster. No um, uh, first, I want to I just say that. I am now hoarse. So I think I, you I, sound fine. Do I? Because yeah. I feel like I'm going through puberty or something because my <laughs> voice keeps crackling. But um, we will. I will say we should probably tell everybody. Brynn and I did have COVID. Yay! Thanks to Brynn. <laughs> we have we have quarantined. We are totally yeah, negative now. Yeah. Um, Brynn and I share everything. Yay! And she was lucky. I was lucky enough for her to come home with it from work, and she gave it to me. But um, everybody's fine now. Nobody else yeah. has had it in the family. So it's if just I, us. If I sound like, you know, half pu- puberty, half man, <laughs> I apologize. I seriously think you sound fine, though. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to the last two episodes. We've gotten so much great feedback. Yeah. Um, we've been loving hearing that. Um, so before we get into our little topic today, we're just going to go over some comments that we've gotten over the last episode or so. Yeah. A few of mine that I got were um, on point, ladies. Looking forward to the next one already. I really appreciate how authentic you are. Um, another one was um, my friend and her daughter were listening to it in the car, and they both said, um, we both thought it was great, made us think and reflect on our own friendships. Love to hear that. Yeah. And um, another one is going to be one of my favorites of the week was my friend said loved it i listened in the car and actually conversed back and forth with you <laughs> i've gotten some of that too actually that and is like the best right there and it's funny because when i listen to podcasts i do the same thing so do you really yeah i do so when people tell us that they've been doing the same thing it makes me so happy um We've also gotten some people who have submitted the questions from last week reach out to us and let us know that the that our answers were actually really helpful to them. So yeah. hearing that makes me really happy, too. Um, I also had a friend from high school reach out saying, who I haven't talked to since then, Wow. Um, saying that she's listened to it and she really likes it. Um, so that was really, really nice um, yeah. getting that comment back. So shout out to you. You know who you are. And yeah. it really made my day. Thank you very much. And I, I had a childhood friend um, write a whole bunch of different things. You know, how yeah. how she has actually a, a daughter who has autism and um, how she's been left out of friend things going on in her adult life, mm-hmm. which is sad. You know, yeah. th- there's no need for that because her daughter takes up all, you know, her time. Right. Which is and understandable. she's an awesome mom. She's, yeah. she's an awesome mom. And... Um, but to be left out of those things because you have a child with special needs, yeah, that's bull. That's yeah. that's just wrong. But she's an awesome person, and she's, like, one of the strongest people I know. So yeah, she just deals with it. You Keep know. up with the good work. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you. We do. <laughs> we do. Um. All right. So those are some of the comments that we just kind of wanted yeah, to, to bring up. We'll probably do this every week just because we like recapping it. Yeah, we'd love um, to hear more. I know. Yeah, keep it coming, guys. It really, like, makes our days when we get those comments. We yeah. send it to each other all day long. Oh, one other one I, I just have to get today was yeah. from um, a relative of ours who said she loves listening to us because she's actually getting to know you more, Bryn. Because oh. you, you don't see her that much. 
You'll have to tell me who it is after. I will. I will. Because um, I don't think you told me that yet. No, I just got it like oh, really? an hour ago. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's awesome. Um, so this week, we just kind of, since last week was a little bit more heavy and more serious for us, yeah. since I don't think really, now that we've kind of started to get our feet wet a little bit with the whole podcast thing, we wanted to show our, like, more goofy sides. We're very, like, not more serious casual people. Side, yeah. yeah. So this week we wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted, um, and we do have our first guest of the week. Yes, we do. Woohoo! First guest of the podcast. Yes, and it's fitting that this person is the first guest. It is. I mean, it only makes the most sense. Yeah, we'll we'll introduce this person in a little while. Yeah. So. Um. So we're talking about music this week. Um. So we will get into that now. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to start talking about what music is to me because um, I don't have a big thing about it like you and this guest. So I'm going to start and then we're going to bring on the guests and then Bryn and the guests will talk about the bulk of it um, and what things go on with them, (laughs) how they feel about it. Although our guest is going to be in our title, so we should probably just say who it is. Okay. It's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's extremely fitting that he be the first one. Yeah. We figured it would only be right. Right. Um, but yeah. So go ahead and get into your, right. your little spiel. Before, and then we'll, and yeah. then we'll go into what's in our cup with dad too. Sure. Because we want him to be included. Yeah. And, and I apologize. We both say um a lot. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. It's Sorry. it's just a mental thing. Sorry. Get used to it, people. So, <laughs> so. So music to me is, um, I listen to everything. I listen to everything from classical. Classical? Classical. I do like classical music. You're it's, a it Beethoven be, gal? Um, <laughs> more like piano concertos and things like that. But it's not like an everyday thing. Okay, so um, you like like instrumentals. I love instrumentals. Okay. Yes. And to <laughs> pop, to uh, rap, believe it or not. We grew up every Sunday with music in our house. Sorry, you can hear my ice. I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, come on. I'm, I'm killing your vibe. <laughs> um, so every Sunday we would have my, we my parents would throw a record on. Back then we had records. We have records in our house. We so. do, and they're coming back. They're actually they coming are. back. I always said once I get my own place, I really want to get a record player. Yeah, we do have one downstairs. We do. Um, so we would listen from everything from Frank Sinatra to Perry Como <laughs> to. A guy called Sergio Franchi, who those of you who grew up in Connecticut might know who he is. And then one year, my parents went to Bermuda and came home with a like a Calypso drum hmm. record. Oh my gosh, we had to listen to that for weeks. <laughs> but it was kind of cool too. But so we listened to everything. So it, music in my family was pretty predominant. Okay. You know what I listened to. But now I, you know, I listen to music when I'm happy. I listen to music when I'm sad. I listen to the radio in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, I am up with Spotify. Pod, um, what's the other one? Pandora. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm up on. <laughs> so, and I. At, but what's funny about me is that when I'm anxious, when I'm anxious or sad, I tend to listen to like hard rock. Yeah. It takes my mind off my anxiety, or what yeah. I'm thinking. For example, on my wedding day. 
you know, obviously you're anxious. Yeah. You're not sad. You're anxious. <laughs> you're not sad. You're well, nervous. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. You're nervous. <laughs> you know, I, I ended up making a CD or a tape. I can't remember back then what, mm-hmm. what I did. A mixtape. A mixtape of, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Nirvana. I think Metallica was on there. So you were headbanging. I was rocking out <laughs> getting dressed. Yeah. It just took some of the nerves away, minus the shot my uncle gave me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... Lately, one of my favorite things to listen to is rap, believe it or not. Oh. I don't I don't know what it is. I work out to it. There's a lot of songs that I, I love. I love, love Cardi B. <laughs> love Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. <laughs> Kanye West. I actually love I think these people are actually brilliant. They Absolutely are. Absolutely brilliant. They you are. know what the most brilliant song is? What? WAP. Oh my! I am God. not kidding you. Now, I don't blush it much, but when I heard that song, I literally my jaw dropped and I blushed. But if you listen to it, it is brilliant oh to think God. about people sitting in a room writing these lyrics. To me, it's just like my mind is just like wow. You know, it was it's just a brilliant song. You know, I love that you're talking about WAP like it's like Beethoven's like. I know. I know. Whatever. And those of you that haven't listened to it, do not listen to it with your children around. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. Listen to it alone. <laughs> yeah. And keep the volume down. But Or it, if just, you're alone, crank that shit up. Or crank it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a great workout song. Great workout song. Um Oh, we'll have to tell Dad's story about his workout song. Now that you're talking about workout songs. Oh, the what he did to me? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. We'll get into it though. Don't worry. Right, right. We will we will. Right. You know, and, <laughs> sorry and, we're teasing that. <laughs> sorry to leave you on the edge of your seat. Right. And you know, and I know he's a little off kilter sometimes, but Kanye West yeah. love his music, but and again, he's just a brilliant artist. I, I don't yeah. I don't know what it is, just No, I mean is. you don't have to explain yourself. A lot of people like Kanye West. Like yeah. he's just a very specific person. Mm-hmm. That you just, I don't know. I can't really get behind him, but, like, um, some of his songs I like. I haven't listened to his new one, like, his new album. Um, you probably haven't either. No. Donda? No. no. But um, he recently did a performance with, like, all of his old songs with Drake. Oh, I love Drake. Yeah. He's another one. <laughs> you like Drake? He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell your father I said that. Oh, wait. Oh, well, he's going to hear it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um no but kanye i can meh, meh, i don't meh. yeah i like rap like i'll listen to whatever but yeah. kanye yeah. is one that i'm like mm, i don't know but that's just me yeah so but i again it's just i'm all over the place i don't have a set like artist i like i don't have like, I, we just went to like we said in one of the first episodes um dan and shay phenomenal i always hated country music mm-hmm until you went to school in North Carolina, and then I started to open up to it more. Yeah. And and they're country, but they're not, like, you know, twangy country. I don't like no. twangy country. No, 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 But. I can get behind some twangy country, though. Like, I'm a, I love Luke Combs. Luke Combs is so good. Okay. But, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I, I listen to pretty much everything mm-hmm. on there. But nothing, like, like you, you don't have, dad. like, a, yeah. Dad and, so the reason we wanted to have Dad on this episode was because... For me, like, I get a lot of my music taste from him, so, and we constantly talk about music, like, 
I like music to me is like one of my like personality traits. Yeah, like I've always been like that. I really, really love music and it's like something that I like attach to myself in a way. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Um so yeah. And I think dad is sort of like that. I that's where I kinda get it from. Well so. when I when I first met your father, he he had a million CDs. Right. Um, alphabetized. Yeah. <laughs> And he used to make me CDs for my birthday, mm-hmm. you know, and for or for our anniversary. He, yeah, he did. I remember very, that. Yeah, very special. That's where ones, I got a lot of my like. Ones. I got a lot of my like favorite songs. Like one of my all time favorite songs is "The Girl" by City in Color, mm-hmm. which he put on one of your anniversary CDs. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so music does mean a lot to me, mm-hmm. um, especially coming from you know somebody. And loved, so. I mean, Dad will probably touch on this, but like in that instance, like he had always said, like. He's not the best with expressing his exactly. feelings. So he would make those CDs to, like, portray that to her. Right. Which makes me sad and emotional because it's so cute. But <laughs> It's cute and frustrating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> I think it's cute. but yeah. No, it is. It but is. Yeah. I love him. Should we call Dad? I here? think it's time that we bring on the it's man. Time. It's time. It's time. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Ding. Here, Here he comes. comes. We're here with a guest. <laughs> Welcome, guest. Well, that was really like NPR. <laughs> you should have heard what we said when, when we were like, oh, and our guest, we're, we're going to bring our guest on. We were like, here he comes. <laughs> um, so we want to kick off the the guest, as we know it's dad. <laughs> With what's in your cup? I have coffee. Do you have cream, sugar? What kind of coffee? I have white chocolate and caramel. Oh. <laughs> well, I have a tequila soda. <laughs> and I have iced tea because I have an upset stomach. She had tummy issues. Yeah, because, you know, yesterday I went to get a pedicure and my friend decided, um, let's have wine. Well, we have a pedicure, and something just didn't sit right. So, thanks for that. <laughs> well, cheers to our first guest, everyone. Clunk. <laughs> Bonk. Um, all right. So. So I'm no longer the forgotten one? Ah, uh, yes. You said he would bring that up, didn't we? Right, yeah, he's, he's going to bring that up. So, can you explain why you feel the forgotten one? Like the well, forgotten I, one? For those that didn't listen to episode one. Which you should listen to. Yes. Um, I didn't come up in conversation until like the very end. So <laughs> she talked about her boyfriend from college or the one that she lusted over, but didn't mention me. I eventually mentioned you. Yeah. So anyway. Eventually. <laughs> um, so we kind of touched on this, why we wanted to have you on as our guest for this episode. But, like I said, I get a lot of my music taste from you, so why don't you kind of go into, like, what you grew up listening to, what you listen to now, kind of, like, your main, your go-tos. Well, I I think it's been varied. Um, I I would say that I have a a pretty varied musical taste. When I was growing up, it, it was... Got everything from The Carpenters, which was an influence from my parents, um, to 
um, God, Casey and the Sunshine Band way back. Yeah. Um, to I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, you know, then we get a lot of the '70s stuff was there. Um, you know, James Taylor uh, was is still someone that I listened to. The Beatles were always a big influence for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Journey, uh, when we start getting into middle school and high school, uh, was was a you know a favorite at that time. They were very popular. Uh, then you get into um, oh God, you know. Guns N' Roses and, you know, uh, Billy Joel to, um, it, it, it really is varied. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I listening to now? Uh, more country now. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've always liked some, um, you know, going back to Glenn Campbell. So for all the, the old folks out there, the, the Rhinestone Cowboy and, you know, Wichita, um, Lineman, um, those are, you know, things that I've just grown up with. Uh, still listen to a fair amount of country. Uh, Darius Rucker mm-hmm. uh, is, a, is a big, uh, big one for me now. Um, for yeah, all of us, really. For all of us. Yeah, yeah we've, we all like him. Um, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish was, uh, is one that I've listened to uh, for quite a while. R.E.M. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got into college, it was a lot of, you could consider it a little bit more alternative. You know, you mm-hmm. have your college radio station and so REM, The Cure, um, was was some of that stuff that that I would listen to as well. So it, it is very broad. Um, as I've gotten older, you get a little bit more, and I think that we've always had some of this, you know. But um, you know, especially as you get into relationships, you know, um, you know. So Josh Groban is something that that mom and I have gone to uh, mm-hmm. concert a, a few times. Um, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Um, uh, Buble was my first concert. Yes. Yeah. So with, with mom. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so and then you saw Adele afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, so that's more your thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's very broad. Um I'll listen to some hip hop, uh, you know, rap, but not huge. Tell such. your tell your um your gym your gym songs that you like to listen oh, to. Oh, gym songs. Uh let's see. Um <laughs> And tell uh, the story. That Dropkick we're all thinking Murphy. Of. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. But <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's uh, is a great workout song, um, uh, especially if you're biking. Uh, it, it's just the the beat with that. It goes right along with your cadence. So that was really good. But the one they're talking about is Shots <laughs> by LMFAO. Uh, scared the hell out of me. So I'm <laughs> I'm at the gym, and the song comes on. So I text Janice and I say, Shots. <laughs> Not even thinking. Capital letters, exclamation point, exclamation point. Because we've all talked about how Shots is a great workout song. Right. But in today's today's world, she thinks that that, we're being shot at at the the gym. So, oh my God, are you And it's like, yeah, it's just the song came on. Totally freaked out. Idiot. You cannot do that. (laughs) So, yeah, when you're working out, it's, you know, completely different, you know, playlist that you would listen to. Uh, if you're driving, uh, you know we've had our our dad mm-hmm. playlist that my you know, dad drives playlist. We uh, we'd listen to quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so it, it's very varied. And I mentioned when we first met, you kind of turned me. You had such a uh, huge array of of music. Yeah, I had a a, a and, huge CD collection yeah. at the time, and and the 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 media that it is now is completely changed. I still have a lot of CDs. I still have vinyl, uh, which you know, Brent and I were were at the um, Newbury Comics 
uh, over Christmas and mm-hmm. was like, oh, I want to get into, you know, get some vinyl. And, and it's like, yeah, I've still got mm-hmm. a couple of milk crates full. And there were so many artists that I had no idea were even out there. Yeah. That were awesome. Yeah. But of course, because I have good taste. <laughs> you married me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but moving, his, moving on. <laughs> no, but his his um attitude of oh I have good taste is where I get it from because I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um no, but speaking of playlists though, um I will put together a playlist of all the songs and artists that we mention. Um so that way and it'll be in the description of our podcast um of this episode. So if you want to go and listen to that, it'll be on Spotify. Um so. You can listen to it there and enjoy. I'm pulling a Janice. I forgot. Tom Petty. Tom yeah, Petty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling a Janice. <laughs> no, but okay, so I guess I'll go into a little bit because mom already talked about what she listens to a lot. I definitely listen to kind of whatever. Um, I'm As I've mentioned before, I'm a big Harry Styles fan, big, big One Direction fan. That was kind of when I really started getting into like music honestly like one direction just kind of catapulted me um but growing up i was definitely into whatever you guys kind of put on my mp3 player i one song i will remember that i always remember that i had on my mp3 player my first little one was ain't no mountain high enough and i would dance around the living room to that song and then that was the, that's the main one i, I loved jesse mccartney I was into, like, the bubblegum pop. Because, I mean, it was early 2000s, so, like, that's what was on the radio. Um, so that's really what I grew up with. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Do you have any memory of, like... Well, I did love Maroon 5, because um, that was always on the radio. Yeah, I think you were you were really driven by just what was on the radio, what would... Yeah. As we were driving to daycare or whatever to school and, you know, down in Connecticut or whatever, then yeah. you'd listen to whatever was there, so... That's where you pick up, and I think that's very common, mm-hmm. you know, for the child to pick up what the parents play on the radio at the start. When we could get away from having Barney or the Wiggles <laughs> or those types of things, you know, the Disney, you know, yeah. tunes that were always like, oh, I want to listen to this, so we put those on. But, the Disney sing-alongs, yes, those were big. Yeah. So, but then eventually you get away from it, and yeah, let's just listen to the radio. Right, and then it was probably in middle school when I really got into kind of finding my own things, because that was like for me, it would, what was that like twenty twelve ish, um, and then like twenty fourteen was like really popular for what was called Tumblr, um, it was just like a website like blogging, but people. It was, like, 2014 was really, like, grungy era. Like, people really liked to, like... That's when, like, records started to become more popular, come back. Um, Just starting to, though. I mean, oh, I, yeah. think, I think it's even more popular now. <laughs> yeah, so. no, definitely. And, and we went through a grunge phase, too, you know, mm-hmm. for, for us. I mean, Pearl Jam and, you know, so it was the Seattle, you know, groups that mm-hmm. were really becoming popular probably in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so that was really popular, too. Yeah, in 2014, that was kind of... The, the aesthetic, I guess, yeah. was, like, more grungy. But people were starting to listen to more, like... Like, Lana Del Rey was really popular. I wasn't super into Lana Del Rey, but that's, like... Like, 2014 was when I was, like, super into One Direction. I was, like... I know. Yeah, he did go to the concert with me, the first one. The second one, we we dragged Uncle Jeff with us. <laughs> but the first one, you, you suffered. Or you... You not it, suffered. It wasn't... I mean, I didn't suffer through. I mean... 
I like some of their music, and, mm-hmm. and you, you really fi- liked Five Sauce. Five Sauce was was there, and you know what I like about you, and mm-hmm. of course, you know it was the the remake from the Kinks. Yeah, you know, so again, some of the new bands they'll throwback. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll cover some of the old songs, and that gets the parents in. Yeah, and it's great marketing. One, yeah. they're great songs, but two, great marketing because it's like okay, we know the you know, the young audience that we're really going after, they're not going to be able to get there themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to bring the parents along. we got to give them something to right. you know, to listen to as well. And especially where they were, the opener, Five Sauce was. If anybody has not, is not, or is not into One Direction or whatever their old touring eras, like, it was the Where We Are tour. That was the first one that I went to, and that's when Five Sauce opened. And at the time, what about, what I like about you is one of their most popular. Mm. I mean, obviously it's a cover, but it was one of mo- their most popular songs. It was like that, Amnesia, She Looks So Perfect, stuff like that. Um, that was their their big one. Yeah, but One Direction didn't cover anything. I don't think during that tour. In their previous tour during the movie, in their set list, they might have had something, but I don't it even wasn't really did. wasn't something they had released. Most no. bands they, oh. they will do some cover. They yeah. did do um, one way or another. I think that was during that tour. If not, that they came out with that like right after. But they cheap trick. Uh, Blondie, I thought. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, am I thinking that no, right? You're good. You're good. The one way. Yes. Or not, yes. That one. Yes. Yeah. Um. But then in the previous tour, and they have it in the movie. <laughs> I'm gonna get so into my One Direction fangirl mode. So beware. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> But in their in the movie and in their previous tour, I think it was the Take Me Home tour, um, they did Teenage Dirtbag. And that's, like, huge in in the fandom, which we'll get into, like, fan culture now. But, like, that, their recreation of Teenage Dirtbag, like, you're going to hate this comment, but, like, nobody knew that it was a cover. And we were like, oh, my God, this is a great song. Like, oh, my God, One Direction's Teenage Dirtbag. It's so good. But it became, like, this whole, it's, like, this whole thing. <laughs> that and that's I think something very common when new song comes out by a, a current artist and oh did you hear and it's like did you know that was a a cover and not and, even and half covers, the time they don't but not even covers I saw a TikTok the other day of a lot of current songs now will take like instrumentals or little like like hip hop songs they'll sample like, yeah they'll sample them like a lot of Megan Thee Stallion songs they have like old like nineties um, like beats to it. Mm-hmm. So well, like, I mean, it's becoming mainstream now. Mm-hmm. When it first started happening, there were lawsuits left and right over sampling. You know, because I think One Direction had that with some well, other songs. Way even way before that, mm-hmm. you know, there was, um, you know, Vanilla Ice, you mm-hmm. know, Ice Ice Baby. I mean, it was. Oh, he used um, another one by Tadas, which this is so embarrassing for me to admit, but I think it was one on one of our road trips back from school we were listening to um another one bites the dust and i said oh this sounds like ice ice baby yeah <laughs> and then i was like oh now i get it yeah that makes sense um but yeah i got like really into like not as mainstream stuff in like probably mostly high school that's when i started making my monthly playlists mm-hmm. That's something that I do now, which mom had talked about. You liked to make like mixtapes and or like oh, yeah, CDs or whatever. Thing. I mean, so the the current playlist, those are the mixtapes. Yeah. So for for all our old friends, <laughs> yeah, 
probably everybody made mixtapes. Yeah. And then it transitioned to CDs, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, now it's just on the, the well, streaming I guess media. And, and I did make like m- like CDs because you had to- taught me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like late middle school, early high school? Because um, a lot of our cars still couldn't right. like have any like aux cords or anything like that so it well was before all satellite radio and before you know the streaming media it was you know you had your your envelope full of of cds mm-hmm. that you play in the car and yeah we had our little like zip up case mm-hmm. um no but then in high school that's when i got into like my spotify playlists and i make a monthly one every well every month duh. but um that's when i got into like searching for new new music and not what's like top 40 or whatever um so you do that through streaming media. Yeah. For me, again, when I was high school, college, Rolling Stone magazine was the way oh. that you really learned about a lot of the new artists. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's really where I picked up. And, you know, mom mentioned before that, yeah, he introduced me to all sorts of different that I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. That's where I picked a lot of it up from. That's really interesting, though. I honestly, I don't, I guess I just never thought about, like, how new music or like people who liked like more underground quote-unquote things like that was found before streaming services i just i guess i just never thought about it but that makes sense it there was there's always going to be new music Mm -hmm. and there was really and that's really where college radio so for locally um uh, wbru which you know 95.5 um so it was brown university and they had a great alternative radio station and that's really where you'd pick up a lot of that, you know, new, again, alternative type music. Um, but Rolling Stone magazine was another one. The the only issue back then was go back even further. You had forty fives, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you had your your are the forty fives the small ones? They're the small ones, and it was a single on one side, and then they had the flip side. So you had your A side, B side, mm-hmm. um, and that's really where people would release artists would release their singles mm-hmm. was on a 45 and then they put it on an album so you could buy one and it was the cheaper way to do it mm-hmm. eventually that went away and they weren't doing them you had cassette singles but it really never really took on as much but you would go through uh at at a certain time you'd have to buy the entire album Mm-hmm. If you heard about one song or if you wanted to just listen to one thing or, you know, try new things, you have to buy the whole album. Right. Which there are times that, okay, it was really talked about, here's the one song. In like Rolling Stone and stuff? In or? Rolling Stone or if you're listening to some other radio station and, oh, yeah, here's the, you know, here's the release, right? This was the single that the, the band wanted to promote. But you would find other songs. And it was like, that's the one that resonates with me. Yeah. So, and, and sometimes, sometimes they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But many times it would be, okay, yeah, this was like the fourth song on the on the first side. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Yeah. And you'll still find that now. But yeah. it's so much easier to just listen to, do to it. singles I mean, you can songs. go on, you know, name your streaming service, right? Mm-hmm. You can have Apple Music or Spotify, Pandora, whatever is your favorite. You go on and you... You can listen to a 30-second clip, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I like that one. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll pay for, you know, yeah. if you have the, you know, the premium service, you know, the monthly subscription service, fine. If not, then you're, you're just buying one song. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, more economical, I guess. Yeah. But. I guess that's kind of – but now that I have, like, I have Spotify premium, but 
like when I make my playlist, that's kind of how I do it. Like I'll listen to like 30 seconds of the song and then decide if I like it or not enough to put it on the playlist. Um, the great I, thing about that though is you're done with it after a month and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm over that. So yeah. then you get rid of it. I even get sick of them sometimes halfway through the month and I'm like, all right. Or if I don't, like, sometimes I just get busy and never add enough songs. So. But when you have to buy the whole CD. Yeah. And then you end up with, you know, so if you go down in the basement, you know, there's the big. Right. All of your milk crates. Well, not not the milk crates, but there's a a wall cabinet that's just was full of CDs. Now I took them all out. But Mm -hmm. so, you know, 500 CDs. Yeah. Off, yeah, yes, alphabetized. Yes, yes okay. alphabetized. Yes, yeah, my anal retentive natures. <laughs> um, fine. <laughs> um, what was I going to say, though? Um, oh, I feel like I haven't really gotten into, until recently, like really listening to albums like front to back, like bottom to top, all the way through well, exactly we, how they put them out. Right, and, and we talked about that recently because one of my... Um, least favorite people you really liked their album as it was oh Taylor Swift (laughs) well yeah I mean I can go into that but my friends should be so all of Bryn's friends yes I do not like Taylor Swift no he doesn't like Taylor Swift or Beyonce Beyonce and Mariah Carey a little bit no Okay, or a lot. (laughs) But Taylor Swift is one that I'm really into that he's like, I can't, I can't. Like, anytime I put her on, he's like, turn it off, switch, next, Next. whatever. But, no, so I, but it really, I mean, when I think about, like, when I listen to song or albums, like, front to back, bottom to top, whatever, it probably started with Fine Line by Harry Styles. Of course, here I go again. But, like... It was a huge topic of discussion, like, why he released it in that order. Like, it really tells the story that he means it to be. And, like, the way he, like, released the the track list was, like, in sections, kind of like an A-side, B-side, whatever. And, obviously, that's how it came on the record. But, obviously, when you're listening to it on Spotify, it doesn't look like that. It's just the track list straight through. But the way it was announced, it was like, why is it sectioned off in that specific way? Because it was like five songs and then three songs and then the one song or whatever. I could tell. There, there are certain wrong. times that you know the artist is they want to tell a, a whole story. Mm-hmm. So that gets back into you know back into the '60s when you know a lot of these bands and you had the Woodstock era and it was you know they're trying to especially when you get into the folk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joni Mitchell and and some of those people, you know, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, you know, a lot of times... Which he has a lot of influences by. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to just tell a story. Now there are others, it's like they just do a bunch of... They start writing and here's a collection of songs, we're going to release an album. Um, so I was just watching Get Back, you know, the documentary on the Beatles. Um, and they were doing that, it's just amazing... Uh, so you start talking fangirl about Harry Styles. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. I'll get into the Beatles and can just watch them and just it's amazing how they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they've we'll, got it. We'll really go into them once we get into like fan culture. Well, isn't that what why Adele changed Spotify? Made Spotify change? You can't you can't skip anymore. Yeah, Adele. If you don't know Adele, when she released her most recent album, she 
prompted Spotify to make the shuffle button go away. Like, she can't shuffle singular. If you pull up albums, you can't shuffle them. It only plays in order. But if you, obviously, if you make your own playlist, you can shuffle it. But, um, yeah, so that's why, because she wanted it to be, it's specifically, the artist puts them out in that order for a specific reason. So, she wants that story told, especially when it came to hers, because that was super personal. Okay. We're being told to move on. I know, our producer now, apparently, excuse me, um, mom over here is trying to tell us to, to, to wrap up and go to the next, the next segment. So why don't we talk a little bit more into fan culture since we kind of touched on that. Okay, so fan culture is something that I really love to talk about and I very much partake in. Go ahead. <laughs> you were going to say Th- something? This is your segment, so. Oh, yeah. Th- this is just going to be Bryn <laughs> ad nauseum just continuing on Not and on nauseum. and on. <laughs> She'll, she'll drone on. <laughs> I will cut you off. <laughs> yeah, we'll hear the wrap-up. Uh, no. So, okay, but I do want to touch on, because if you think about fan culture in an evolution sense, the first thing most people think about is the Beatles. So, like, Beatlemania. No, that's not true. Oh, okay. Correct Elvis. me. Elvis. That's true. I always think about the Beatles. Sure. Because, I mean... As a One Direction fan, a lot of people compared One Direction and the Beatles. So, like, okay, well, (laughs) you have to admit they are, in a sliver bit of a sense, similar. Very different, but similar. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Um, So, when you think about fan culture... You can think about it in the Beatles or even just you as a fan. How how would you describe it, I guess? Like, as you as a fan, like, how deep do you go so, into So, I've, I've never been, you know, fangirl, right? Me. Um, <laughs> I, I like who I like, right? And I will go to a concert. I'll buy their records and everything else. I don't go ooh-ah. Um, ooh ah, <laughs> ooh ah, ooh ah, ah. Yeah. wham bam shimmling a ding dong. Uh. Um, so it's you like who you like, right? And and you get excited about you know listening to them, or if a song comes on the radio, it's like ooh, you know, turn it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't go to the extreme, mm-hmm. and, and that's just me. I mean, it's it's everybody's personality is going to come through on that. You yep. know, I get excited if we if we have a concert. Uh, to go to, and mm-hmm. it's someone that I like, uh, I will get excited about it, but I'm just, your personality is your personality. Yeah. Right? So we'll go to a concert, and the first thing that's going to happen, if the three of us went, you two are standing up, and you're <laughs> ready to dance and everything else, and I'll still be sitting down. Yeah. Because I just like to listen to the music. Now, I will stand up, and I'll, you know, move a little bit. He's not but, a dancer. <laughs> but I'm not a dancer, and... It's just what it is. I would mm-hmm. never go to the airport when, you know, they're coming in or, oh, I, you know, try and, no, you know, find their tour bus or, or any of that stuff. I mean, there are people that went nuts when the Beatles were. Right. Know, during Beatlemania and the British invasion, that was just nuts. And I will, I bet you I could 
they, I mean, and I'm sure you know One Direction had very similar things. I mean, there or, were girls, if not worse, fainting and you know trying to break into hotel rooms, and you know you get the groupies and everything else. Let, that all still happens, guaranteed. But yeah, you don't hear about it to the extent from when the Beatles were around. I would disagree because. I mean, but then, Anne, I also was, like, very involved in this fandom. And you would follow it. I mean, so when Mom was young, Tiger Beat and, you know, some of those other... We were into Tiger Beat. Some of those other magazines or whatever, they would get all the... That was the fangirl publication back then. So, So, I guess, in my fangirl journey, you could say, it really started... I mean, I, I think I was born a fangirl, to be quite honest with you, because... As a very, very young child, you say Aaron Carter was, like, my first um, celebrity crush. I would disagree. I thought it was Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Jesse McCartney was, like... Because every single time... They were at the same time. I mean, who... who they And they look alike. Who knows? Whatever. Anyways. But, no. It was... <laughs> any time Jesse McCartney came on the TV for the Kids' Choice Awards, I was in your room screaming my little head off. By myself, by the way. Yeah, because we locked you in there, because it's like, we're not watching this with you, so you can do whatever you want. But then, it was, so then as I grew up, got out of Justin McCartney pretty fast, probably. And then, the next one I remember would be Justin Bieber. And that was my first, so I had, like, shrines, quote-unquote. It was real. Shrine. But you weren't a true believer. No, I wasn't a real believer, and I would never be. <laughs> but, like, I like his music. But at the time, it was like, I, I love Justin Bieber. Like, it was, like, very first album. But I wasn't, like, I know his birthday and the time he was born and where he was born and his favorite color and whatever. But I really liked him. So I put, I remember two of my friends and I, we went, we had you buy, like, Tiger Bee, any, like, little teeny bopper magazines. So that way I could get posters of him and then put them all over my wall oh, yeah. in this very room. <laughs> And then... Your aunt did that same stuff, but it was Sean Cassidy and, uh, let's see, who else? Um, Leif Eric, uh, Leif, um, uh, Leif Garrett and uh, Bobby Sherman and... None of these uh, Davy Jones from the Monkees. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, there were a few others there, but that's been long going on. But then my real shrine that I'm still proud of to this day is my One Direction shrine. I thought you were going to say Sean Mendes. I didn't have a Shawn Mendes shrine. That came after One Direction. Uh, no, it was, it was One Direction and Niall Horan was is her thing. It was, my, it was my love of my life. No, so... And where did we take you when we were in Ireland? We went to Mullingar. Yes. Yes. The, the homeland of my husband. <laughs> um, and <laughs> obviously Niall was a deciding factor into me going to Dublin. Um, but it was P.S. I Love You that really set it off for me to go, actually. Okay. But that's a whole other topic. But anyways, so my One Direction trying was my biggest accomplishment in life. It's not there anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so sad. Oh, wow. I, the day that that had to come down was the worst day of my life. Um, it covered this entire room, and I was so proud. Of, I worked so hard on it. I digress. But where was I going with that? No idea. This is, this is just you, and we knew this was going to happen today. Oh, I remember. Okay, so you were talking about how, like, in Beatlemania, people would faint, break into hotel rooms. 
One Direction fans, they broke, they like hacked into airport security cameras just to see them. Mm-hmm. Hacked into them. Like TSA security cameras. Like, come on. <laughs> I never did that. Obviously, I don't know how to do that. But. Okay fandoms they're insane but then you think about also i think it's definitely a bigger thing now than it i mean like in terms of like i think you hear about it more just because the media coverage and again you're into it Mm -hmm. so you you hear about it more but yeah the the insanity that was you know again it was a different time they weren't as accessible and everything else so true for you have to take each generation for what it was. Mm-hmm. They would never see crowds like that. Yeah. Before. Now I'm trying to think. Like, so obviously, like when artists are starting out now, it's all a lot of like social media promotion. When people would start out back then, was it like you would go to local like? restaurants and bars to perform and that's it was how you in promote? it was in mainstream newspapers okay you know that's how radio stations radio stations would do it but they would find out when they were coming to new york mm-hmm. and they would take over jfk well not even fans i'm saying like as like a new artist like if somebody's just starting out like people will post on youtube and whatever oh, yeah that, that didn't exist right so it would it was always had to have been they would play small clubs and that still happens yeah but they would play small clubs or they'd have to try and get it on the radio at some point point. Mm-hmm. and so if you go back into you know the 50s uh it you know you might have heard the term payola so yeah. it was basically bribes okay um hey here's money put them on the radio okay so and and there was a big scandal about all of that stuff, and how certain ones got on the radio because they were you know they had the backing uh, in order to do that. Got it. I'm blanking on what else to ask about. So I think we're I think we're moving on to the next topic. Moving on. Okay, so now that we've talked about fandoms, fan culture, whatever. Um, I wanted to talk about concerts a little bit more because I, especially as I've gotten older, have been really into going to concerts. Of course, with COVID, that was a little bit of a blip. But um, I have like a whole note on my phone of like every concert that I've been to, at least trying to remember all of them. What's your first one? So my first real concert that I count was Michael Buble. But if you think about it, my first concert, quote-unquote, is High School Musical. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was High School Musical, the concert. Sure. But, like, do we count that? Normally, I don't. If somebody asks me, normally, I'll say Michael Bublé. Okay. What right. was your first concert? So, again, you could say the same type thing. So, concert with the family, mm-hmm. Sha Na Na. Sha Na Na? It was an that? old TV. It was a 50s... Um, what were they? I mean, it was a. They were a band, but they played a lot of the old fifties like standards. No, 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 no. no. It was, <laughs> so yet you, you had, um, God, you know, Bowser was like their primary guy. Bowser, uh, Bowser like, like yeah. Mario Kart Bowser. No, no, he wore like a his. He had Wait, a black t shirt, black t shirt with, and he rolled up his sleeves. So it was, or he cut them off, 
And so it was just the 50s greaser type guy. Okay. Um, and then you had the, you know, your your slick guys, um, you know, who are like Frankie Valley types. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, so they played a lot of the old 50s songs, okay. you know, standards and, and some rock and roll and those types of things. So that was the first one. So we were Cape Cod Melody Tent, you know, with the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that I went to quote-unquote alone mm-hmm. um with was, a friend or parent uh, whoever sibling yeah um 38 special and eddie money Still so, don't know who i know you have no idea who they are so um what kind of music was it like rock or yeah pop rock okay yeah you know, type stuff um so you'll have to listen to some of those i will um mom what was your first concert earth wind and fire nice I'm not singing, but there's a song in my head right now. So. Do you remember? <laughs> there you go. Uh, I have a friend that'll appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, do you have like a specific favorite concert that you ever went to? Both of you. Again, I mean, so. In general, it, it depends on not one. There, there's probably a number of them. I agree. Um, because music is, it, it evokes different emotions. Um, so it depends on what mood you're sort of in and where you'd go. So um, we've gone to um, Josh Groban, a couple of those. There was one down in Connecticut we went to that was really good. Um, REM, I went to see them at Great Woods, and which is sort of like um, uh, the New Hampshire Pavilion. That was really like the Xfinity Center. Uh, yes, like same, open, same place. Yeah. Same it, place. It's just different name. Yeah, different name. It's just like an open air. Open air. We were out on the lawn. Yeah. We yep. had lawn seats. Uh, that was really good. Um, Steve Miller Band was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, My friends didn't know who Steve Miller Band was, yeah, and I had to educate uh, them. Yeah, that's that because their parents you... failed. <laughs> so um, yeah, again, that different things, right? Yeah. Um, so that was really good. The Allman Brothers was a great concert, and um, lots of odors going on there. Odors? Um, um, Smoke of the ganja? A little bit. Um, not me. Um, <laughs> but, so there was... Yeah. Did you just snort? I did. You're snoring. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I So that was really good. Throwing this one out, Indigo Girls. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I've been a few times to that to them. I, I really like them. Darius Rucker, obviously, is, mm-hmm. is always, will always be some of the top ones that, yeah. that we've gone to. So I feel like... But everyone is different. It is. For me, I'm going to say it again, the One Direction <laughs> concerts were just a whole experience in and of itself. So I'll just leave it at that. They were amazing. They were at Gillette, so mm-hmm. in like a stadium setting. Yeah. Another stadium, uh, Gillette, but the predecessor. Mon didn't like it. We're going to disagree on this one, but Genesis, I thought was a great concert. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I also saw them now when. Oh, well, see, no, no, no. See, that was Phil Collins that we just saw at the Garden, which yeah, I I liked a lot. But Genesis, see, we saw know, during it, the the Land of Confusion tour. Yeah, it's just not a memory. Yeah, I don't have the memory of it. It is for me. I mean, so. 
again, everybody's gonna, you know, something will click mm-hmm. with each individual, and that's what makes music so great. You I know, agree. Because it just, mm. I get to see Oh, you finish yours. Um, yeah, so One Direction, obviously. And then um, Adele was amazing. That was at TD Garden. So an enclosed, or what is that, an arena, would you yeah. say? Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Arena. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, normally if it's an arena tour, it's TD Garden. Are- arena tour will be, you know, your closed building. Yeah. Your stadium tour obviously. will be your open air. Yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, so Adele was just incredible. Um, Dan and Shay put on an amazing concert that we, we keep talking about. You we, kept talking about it during your first one. Um, yeah, and we brought it up, I think, in the beginning of this one, too. And then um, Ben Rector, the first time I saw him, we met him. And then also the band Camino opened up for mm. him, which was freaking amazing. And that was the first just, time. And they just opened for, for Dan and Shay. But the first, that was the first time I'd ever even heard of them mm-hmm. was when we saw them at Ben Rector. Ben Rector puts on great shows, and he has great openers, too. That's another thing. Openers, like... And that's another thing. So when you were talking about how do you hear about new music, sometimes yeah. it's at the concert. Yep. Maren Morris. First yeah. time we right. ever heard her was at the Indigo Jennifer Girls, Nettles yeah. and Indigo Girls yeah. concert. Mm-hmm. We didn't even realize. But we, then we didn't even realize that she like got big, and we were like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we saw her. Um, and we still, I still love her music. Um, so I like forgot that we even saw her, but yeah, like I've, now I'm, now that I go to more concerts, it's like I stay for the openers and I'm like, do I like them? Do I not? Um, but yeah, since I saw Ban Camino there, I've been obsessed with them since. Um, so yeah, those were probably my favorite concerts. What about a worst concert? One that you like, oh my God, I should never have gone to this. Not that I should have never gone, but... One that sticks out when it comes to, like, eh, I didn't enjoy it that much was Ed Sheeran, shockingly. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. So we we all saw Ed Sheeran at Gillette, his very, very first stadium show ever. Um, and obviously he's a singular guy. He doesn't have a band. And he, it was... I think he was trying to do too much with, with again, being a, thing. with the soundboard thing. and Yeah, but that's his thing. Yeah, but it um, just didn't work. It, it he was definitely working out the kinks, and we just... Unfortunately, that was the first time we ever saw him. Yeah. So it was like, if I had seen him in a smaller setting, I would have liked him a lot more. So, I mean, it definitely is the location that will... Well, yeah, I think sometimes location does it, because if you're in a small club, um, Hunter Hayes that we saw while yep, we were at the House of one. Blues was, was good. I mean, it was... He's not... Some people would you know argue that he... Yeah, he is very popular. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's sort of a B-tier. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, I agree. But that was a really good concert. Mm-hmm. Small venue, and you can, and I've been to some that is just a club. Yeah, and you've got some people in there, and they're awesome, and it's much more intimate and everything else. Um, so I think sometimes that will really do it as well as just the venue itself mm-hmm. will make it or break it. I will also say it depends on like the experience that you have there too, like. For example, I saw Love, um, and I had plans to see him for a while, and then my p- plans fell through that that day, and I was so upset about it. And then one of my friends, we just were, she was like, "Let's go!" Like randomly, we were supposed to go to Target, and then we got there. Best experience of my life, yeah. simply because of the company I was with. We had such a cl- like uh, a deep conversation during the intermission. 
and then he ended up talking about exactly what we were talking about so it was kind of like a oh my god we were like really meant to be there in that moment Mm -hmm. so for that reason that's also one of my favorite concerts that i've been to we had a similar situation or experience when we saw chicago so it was sort of a spur of the moment thing hey yeah i just heard that they're going to be there last concert of the year yeah at uh new hampshire pavilion so you want to go we went it was a great concert yeah we froze our patooties off but i was gonna say wasn't in like november it was was cold (laughs) But it was a great concert. Mm-hmm. And this is like their 50th anniversary tour. So it was, yes, they're old. But they were <laughs> still great. To be honest, when you guys said that you saw Chicago, I fully thought you meant like the musical. For the well, longest time. Well, we've time, seen, that, we've seen too. that too. No, I know. Yeah. But for the longest time. And then I think it was like I was making a playlist for mom one time. And she was like, oh, put some Chicago on there. And I think I put the musical. And you were like, Not no. That one. And I didn't even know that they were a band. So anyway, mom, what were your favorite uh concert you've been to thank you i get to be part okay um uh let's see with dad it was um definitely josh groban with my friends billy joel and with us our family um darius rucker um with my sister keith urban and with bryn it's definitely like you said a tie between adele and um Dan and Shay, and Michael Michael Bublé is a close second. Okay. Yeah, but all great people. Great. Nice. Keep it nice and short. <laughs> <laughs> all great people. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, Mom has actually planned a little game for us to play. So. Let's get ba- in. Bear with us because we're not exactly sure how it's going to work, but um, it's sort of a name that tune thing. Yeah, so she'll explain it, but let's get into that. Now we're going to play Name That Tune. So I'm going to yeah, so give Bryn five songs. Also, bear with us because all the animals are in this room, and also we only have two microphones, so you won't hear Dad talking. So we're just we're trying to work this out. Yeah, but go so, ahead. So, Bryn, you're gonna go first. So I'm gonna play a song. You're gonna try to guess it within a, f- you know, couple bars or whatever. Okay, just make sure you put your speaker I to will. the microphone and um, see if you can get the name of the song and the artist. Okay, so is it like two points if I get both? One point if I get one? Sure. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so Dad, Dad can that. keep score. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's the first one. Ready? Okay. One Direction, What Makes You Beautiful. Okay, that's that one. That was easy. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're, we're talking I know, easy, I just figured easy. I'd start off easy. Okay. All right. Here's easy. The se- here's the second one. All right. Oh my god, Jason Derulo. Oh, Wiggle. Jason Derulo. Yes. Because he starts every song with Jason Derulo. <laughs> well, he didn't even say it like he normally does. Jason Derulo. <laughs> All right. I apologize for my singing. Here's the next one. God, these are so easy for you. 
Oh, nice to meet you, Niall Horan. Mom, that was our first episode. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I keep pressing the wrong It's not thing. like I edit our episodes or anything. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, my God. DJ Khaled is in this. <laughs> okay, you gave me nothing but DJ Khaled. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, okay, I'll keep going if you want. <laughs> DJ Khaled is the producer. So you should know the tune. Should I? Yeah. Okay. You're not telling her, are you? Because you're no. going to lose. All right, here we go. Some more. I'll give, you, I'll give you a little bit more of a teaser. She's calling my phone like I'm locked up. I know this song, too. I can't play any more because there's bad words in it. As if we haven't sworn this episode. I, know. Uh, I don't know. It's DJ Khaled and somebody it's a pop else. star by oh. DJ Khaled and Drake. All right. I'm not really a Drake fan. Okay. And here's your, here's your last one. Oh, my God. Wait. Let you go. Oh, best friend. Is it Megan the Stallion? Or is this the City Girls? Or is it both? You got best friend. It's uh, Saweetie. Oh, Saweetie, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, is that it? Saweetie? Well, is that Saweetie it? and... Is the City Girls in that? Doja Cat. Doja Cat. That's what it is. All right. So I love Saweetie, actually. So there's your five. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Now we'll move on to Dad. All right. Okay. Tom's turn. Ready? All right. So I'm just going to preface. I used to do a similar thing. Years and years ago, but it was just named the artist. So I'm, I suck at the uh, at song titles. All right, all right, ready? Here we go. Everybody get up. Yeah, blurred lines by uh, um, Robin Thicke. Very good, very good. All right, <laughs> here's the next one. Hey, Macklemore, can we go thrift shopping? What, 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 God, no. It was thrift shop by Macklemore. Like I would ever listen to that. Gosh, okay. Okay, here's the next one. It's Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk, right? Yep, there you go. So how can you pick in all the, you know, like, current stuff? When you know that I listen to, like, 70s and... Okay, he's very impatient. I'm getting there. Here's your next one. Dance. So the Bee Gees, and it's uh, Saturday Night Fever. No. But oh. it's uh, Staying Alive. Staying Alive, very good. Wait, can I say one thing about that song? So there's a remix with, um, I think it's a 50 Cent song, like the, uh, Go Shawty, it's your birthday. <laughs> and every time that song comes on, that's all I think about, that's all. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and please don't ever dance like that again. Tom. <laughs> Thank God we're not live on video. All right, last one. 
Dancing Queen by ABBA. All right, very good. And that ends our segment of Name That Tune. So who won? No one kept score. I well, I, I, you got eight points, and I think I did too, because I missed one song completely, but I got the others all right. Okay. So I say, eight, da- eight. I say dad it's a tie. won. And I say dad won. No, she got eight, and I got eight. I'm trying to help you out here. It doesn't matter. Go with me. Yeah. All right, it's a tie. You both. So where's the tiebreaker? Oh, all right. I'll give you a tiebreaker. And you got to buzz in. Okay. All right. Here's a tiebreaker, ladies and gentlemen, between Tom and Britton. Here's the tiebreaker. Queen. Don't stop. Don't start now. Queen. Don't start. Don't stop now. Don't stop now. Don't stop. Wait, isn't it? Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Exactly. Boom. All right. Hey, I got Queen first. And Britain wins. Congratulations. Hey, wait a minute. We Thank split you. that one. I got the artist. You oh. got the song title. So now we have to do another one. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Can you feel it? And it's Michael Jackson. No. The Jackson 5. Yes. Or the Jacksons. I, know, I was going to say, I don't know. I really? knew. Well, I know Can You Feel It, but I didn't know who sang it. Well, Is one. it the Jackson Five or the Jacksons? Because it depends when if it was Motown or after the they left. Yes. Jacksons. All right. So dad, so dad I wins. Do all iterations. So you have to um, do his laundry for a month. Oh no, that's okay. I'll do. <laughs> you have to clean your room. No. All right. So we're gonna wrap this up now. Brent and I want to thank our special guests. Thanks for coming on. What? What? Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot actually about all this stuff and I'm anxious to listen back to it and see what uh what do you think yeah I always like talking music with dad so this was fun did you have a good time I had a blast (laughs) (laughs) well thank you everyone for listening to Tea Time with Mom we'll be back in two weeks two Two weeks weeks. every other Monday Um, once again you can share this with your friends let us know what you think um, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>